We interrupt this transmission to bring you the following live broadcast. It's Wednesday. It's 6 p.m. It's the Think So Joe Show! What the hell? Hey, our theme music, <laughs> our, our intro music is... We interrupt this transmission. Oh, I see what's going on. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> that was confusing for a second. Of course, I don't think anybody listening on all WNY heard any of the background music. Oh. I don't know. So that's weird. That's new. I don't know what happened there. Cool. Okay. I had to copy the information because when I went to go, like, start the video, it's like an interview with XM Pryor. He's like all of last week's shit. Yeah. This is like, uh, no, that's not right. So, <laughs> so I had YouTube open and that's why the music started up again. Oh. Hey, look, we're live on Facebook. How about that? Anyways. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I know there's an annoying buzz behind my microphone here, yeah. and uh, I'm going to put on a new cable after the song, when we hit a song break, I guess, because it wasn't happening yesterday when I was doing the lives. Well, I was using your mic yesterday. Oh. Doing the live stream playing Mortal Kombat. I was actually playing Mortal Kombat 11 yesterday. <laughs> For those of you clicking over to the thing, to because it says I'm playing Mortal Kombat 11 right now, which I'm clearly not. not no. I did yesterday. I played through the uh, entire story mode. Took uh, I think like three and a half hours. Oh. Um, with a break, I had to go uh, like do laundry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like in the middle of a live stream, and it's like laundry. Sure, I'll go do laundry. Well, I meant when <laughs> when you could. It wasn't like stop what you're doing. Right. Right. You know. Well, anyway. Anyway. I did stop what I was doing, and I I, I was on the other uh, broadcaster uh, app, which I never updated when I put in the new hard drive. Mm -hmm. So nothing was like, so when I hit the button to go to the, like, uh, the rain thing, because I figured, oh, yeah. well, if I'm going to do a transition, I might as well transition into that, because I didn't, it was not a really well-planned out thing for me to do a live playthrough yesterday. Um, so my plan was, uh, so I, I hit the button and it just went to black and I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> so I had to go and pull up the rain screen and put that on there and just like, okay, guys, I'll be back and hit pause. <laughs> and who's stopping what now? <sighs> Happened to Mortal Kombat 1. Mortal Kombat 2 was the best video game of all time. Mortal Kombat 9 was excellent. Mortal Kombat 10 was okay. I know nothing about any of them. Mortal Kombat 4 was like... Yeah. But they improved upon it and came up with like Deception and Deadly Alliance and all those other unnumbered Mortal Kombat games that were still uh, leading into 10 and 11 because Mortal Kombat 9 was just called Mortal Kombat. It's confusing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And then you have the tangents games like Mortal Kombat, uh, you know, um, Mythologies and Mortal Kombat Special Forces and Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks. <laughs> yeah. A lot of Mortal Kombat games out there. I really want to get my hands on a copy of Shaolin Monks. I never actually got a chance to play that game when it was around. Oh. Um, it's a PlayStation 2 game, which means if I find a copy, I still need to get my PS2 fixed. Oh. So, Yeah. How bad's the fix? Uh, I don't remember what's wrong with it. No? It doesn't read discs. The discs don't spin or don't read. Mm. or something. It, It's a common problem with PlayStation 2s, 
that basically any repair shop can fix. Okay. So. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. Oh, no. She didn't say she didn't say one of the words. Oh. I, I thought she banned us. She only canceled us. She canceled us. She canceled us. She asked. She told Scott to make us tell her what the white line is. Uh, Scott probably has no idea what she's even talking about. And I shared the uh, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five video for white lines. Oh. So, <laughs> so that was my answer. It's Grandmaster Flash video. That's that's what the white line is. That's pretty reasonable. I don't know what's up with these ca- like. Well, I mean, the cable we replaced the cable that wasn't working last week with was not a new cable. Mm-hmm. Buy a new what from the factory? I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> she's losing her the damn whole mind. thing. Buy a new whole thing. I got a whole a bunch one of, of new, these. I got I got all of this stuff. I, I got all of this coming in the mail. Not not the board and not the stream deck, but everything else. Not the phone or the monitors. Okay, so the, not the everything monitors. to be but perfectly I, clear. I, I have computer monitors coming, and I have um, new processor and new RAM coming for my computer. Yeah, we've got new mic cables and mic stands coming. That's exciting. You know what sucks? They're coming tomorrow. <laughs> If they had come today, we would be this would not be an issue yep. with this buzzing going on. I mean, geez, at this point, we might as well just turn the AC on and let that make noise, too. I know. But, um, which I did yesterday. I left the AC on while I was playing. Did you? Yeah, well, I figured the the game would drown out the, uh, the AC. Oh. I don't know if it did, because I played it back, and the volume was pretty low on the game itself. Mm. Um because I didn't want it to drown out me while I was talking and you know I'll buy a new one play, buy a new PlayStation 2. Oh, I'll that buy, is that is an idea. I'll buy a refurbished one from GameStop. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, I am trying to make you fall asleep. You specifically, Laura, so that way uh we can continue then, on with our stream Then we can you. start having the real fun. We're going to have uh, my buddy Brandon's going to be on the show later on today. He's not just your buddy. He's my buddy, too. He's everybody's buddy. He he's really Buffalo's, is. Buffalo's favorite rude boy, Brandon. He's yeah. going to be on uh, just to chat about uh, chat about uh, concerts and music and uh, just life in general, I guess. Yeah. We'll talk to him about uh, Best Buy and where I could get a PlayStation 2, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, no, I, uh, it's going to be fun having him yeah. on. I figure he's uh, he's been to some pretty sweet shows, so he's, he's got to have some cool shit to talk about. I guarantee you he's seen at least one of the artists that we're playing today. Because, yeah. because we were at a show that he was at that they played. Oh. That was actually the first time we met, uh, met Lucky 33. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, we met Lucky 33 at the Interrupter show where we also ran into Brandon and Sarah. Yeah. So... That was fun. That was a fun day. <laughs> yeah. That was that was the best. Jasmine's going to be on the show? You didn't tell me that. I did I did not. No. I I, I didn't I, know. I didn't either. What what Okay. Move oh, this. Okay. <laughs> and I'll move this. <laughs> and keep those Here, phones I'll away move. from the board. We'll just... I can't move mine too far cuz I need it. I know. It, so. <laughs> okay, so so yeah. we're getting interference, apparently, is, is what's going on here. I don't know. Is this maybe causing it? Nope. I don't know. I don't know. I 
I, I've had it just a hell of a week. <laughs> I, I've broken headphones again. Uh-huh. And, uh, but it's been a good week for the most part, though, because I've been sitting here listening to music. Yeah. I bought my, uh, I, I got my record player on Thursday. It finally came. Yeah. If you guys remember last week, I was uh, <laughs> pretty upset with FedEx. <laughs> And furiously refreshing. And literally, as soon as we went off the air, it changed from scheduled delivery by the end of the day today to scheduled delivery pending. <laughs> what the fuck you mean, pending? So I, I tweeted them and I'm like, guys, okay, you know, what, what's the deal here? What, what, are you, what are you doing to me? You know? And so um, I got this... Uh, I, I, they're like, oh, you know, DM us your tracking number and your address and your phone number and your firstborn's, uh, you know, birth certificate and blah, 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 you know, all that other <laughs> fun shit that they always want. And uh, so I sent a five paragraph text. Oh, my. Uh, to their DMs. I said, uh, the scheduled delivery date for this package was today with an estimated delivery time between 8.50 and 10.35. As I don't trust your drivers to put my packages anywhere, even remotely out of street view, I got up early and waited around until 1 p.m., decided to get some work done and take a nap. When I woke up once again at 4 p.m., I checked the tracking. Still nothing, had, but at least it had updated for, to being in Hamburg, in Hamburg, New York, not far from where I live. I continued to check the tracking until 8 p.m., at which time the status changed to pending. That said, although I don't trust FedEx to do virtually anything right ever, especially when it comes to packages that cost over $100, I've come to expect you guys to meet your scheduled delivery. In fact, credit words to FedEx usually delivers bright and early on the morning the day my packages are due, sometimes earlier than I anticipate you being here. So here we are, one thing I give you, the, the one thing I give your company credit for doing right and you let me down... <laughs> And now, because I don't trust your drivers to put my items inside my front hall or even by the rail of my porch, out of sight from the street, I'm on six hours of sleep total, I have to work tonight, and then probably get three hours of sleep and wait for you again tomorrow morning, hoping you'll actually show up. <laughs> I don't know what I expect you guys to do about it. Really, I'd like you to get someone from the local office to throw it in their car and bring it right now, but I know that's not going to happen. So I'd like to be assured I'll get it first thing in the morning, but I know that won't be happening either. So I don't know what I want from you guys. At this point, I'll probably just settle for not having to call you out on Twitter every time someone decides to use you to ship something to me. <laughs> and um, their excuse, during this time of COVID-19, <laughs> the package is on the truck in my city, out for delivery. COVID-19 is your excuse? <laughs> So I called them out on that. I said, you know, if you're, I've been having issues with FedEx since way before this all started. <laughs> so um, finally, at like midnight, the tracking updated again. And it says the barcode was unreadable. Did we ever look at the barcode on that box? No, we didn't. And now it's gone. It, it got put out with recycling on Monday. But oh. um, yeah, so it's, um, but yeah, like, the barcode is unreadable, so we had to take it back and put a new barcode on. Just like that one time when the driver couldn't find your house. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. wait a second. You, you're you telling me you guys can't just manually type in the barcode number? 
You can't just, you know, take a picture of the package on the porch and say it's delivered. You can't do like anything without being able to scan the barcode. This is your excuse for not delivering a package on time. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. So finally, so of course the next morning I get up and it's delivery time between 8.40 and 10.35 a.m. And so it's, okay, well, I guess I'm up. <laughs> and your mom was coming anyway. Yeah. Um, so your mom, your mom comes by and we're all sitting on the porch. And um, I, I got to tell you, I was a little nervous because your mom had been around Allison and Allison's been around people who actually have... Right. Coronavirus. Right. So it was a little nervous. But, but Allison tested negative. She did, she did after that test negative. Yeah. So I was a lot less concerned after that. Uh, I was more concerned about we had to go to the hospital on Saturday. But I that's know. another story. Um, so I find that, so, you know, the FedEx guy shows up at 1030. Yep. Or a little bit after 10.30. It was somewhere between like 10.30 and 10.35 mm-hmm. when like was some, the end of the window of when it was supposed to be delivered. And as he's coming up on the porch, I hear his machine say, inside the right front door. Yeah. I said, wait a minute, man. Did did your, did your, you know, thing just tell me, uh, tell you to put it inside the front door? He said, oh, yeah, you know, with the, with the virus, we're not supposed to go. And they're like, no, I'm not, I'm not saying you should have put it in the house, especially with us sitting right here. That's fine. I'm saying before all this started, if your machine's telling you to put it inside my front door, why does everybody leave? Why, why do you guys always leave it right on the edge of my steps, right in plain sight of the yeah. street? And this guy, he's apparently our new FedEx driver. Yeah, he's going to be our guy. And he said, no, listen, man, like if I get something for you, I'm going to put it off to the side. I'm not going to, I'm going to put it out of, out of street view. And I'm, I'm your new driver around here. So you, you know, you shouldn't have to worry about it anymore. So maybe, Mm. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm still going to hate FedEx (laughs) and uh, until they prove to be better. Yeah. Um, and I'm a little concerned because I do have a package coming from them this weekend. Actually, I think, what, what did they say? Friday was when the processor's supposed to get here? I believe here? so. Yeah, processor's getting here Friday, but the RAM isn't getting here until like Monday now. So so I, I got to sit all weekend with the processor because I'm not just going to open up the computer, put one thing in, and then open it up again and put... But anyway, that's another story altogether. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, so, and and so I, during all of this, I start getting uh, tweets from other people who hate FedEx. <laughs> and no, UPS is fine, man. I've never had a real problem with UPS. And if I have had a problem with UPS, hi, Steve, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> um, but uh, if I have had a problem with UPS, they always have a valid, you know, they at least tell me about it. They're tracking updates right away. Their their drivers always put the packages off to the side of the porch if they don't put them in the door. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're always, you know, they come later in the day than they're supposed to sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I've gotten used to that. Yeah. And, and, you know, so it's not like a FedEx thing where I can kind of rely on on them. Believe me, Laura, I have tried to convince companies to send with other shippers. And, and like, I, I literally tweeted to Zounds, who I got the record player from, and I said, 
hey guys, um, next time, can I just pay you to ship through somebody else? <laughs> and I never heard back from them, so I'm, you know, I, I might try Thinking again. Thinking it's a the, no. Might try again the next time I order something. And maybe I'll call them and order and be like, yo, I no. hate FedEx. They always suck at delivering everything you guys have ever sent to me. Can you please let me give you extra money to ship UPS or something? But um, but like somebody said in in this uh, Twitter discussion I was having with these guys that hate FedEx, um, you know they said uh, that you know a lot of these companies have contracts with FedEx where they can't oh, ship with another yeah. provider regardless. So that's been an that's you know obviously they're not going to break a contract to placate me. Wouldn't it be um, cool if they did though? Oh yeah, for sure. Like if I'm I'm seriously like I will give you guys like 20 bucks to ship UPS or something like not use FedEx, but you know, don't but I don't have much of a choice. Um which, you know, when I saw that uh, my, you know, computer processor is coming FedEx, that is that's actually kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> um I mean, it's not a super expensive processor, but it's also, you know, not the, you know, computer processors are not the uh, least fragile things in the world <laughs> or the most fragile. I don't know, whatever. What You know what I'm trying to say? I'm the, smelling they're breakable. <laughs> they're breakable. Look um, at Whisper Ignored Jasmine on Twitter. I will have a stern talking to that cat after the show. And I'm going to kick him in the ass. So anyway, so some guy uh, jumps in and he starts trying to defend FedEx on Twitter, right? And he's, oh yeah, no, he's he's telling me what I did wrong, and he's telling these other guys what they did wrong, and and why it's not FedEx's fault at all. And I go to this guy's profile. Of course, he's a Patriots fan. <laughs> so like, well, you know, of course FedEx is delivering your packages just fine. It's really easy to deliver a, a video camera inside a deflated football. <laughs> He's like, oh, just because you're salty, they lost, blah, 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 or they won the Super Bowl, blah, 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 blah. Like, they didn't win this year. And, uh, you know, you forgot the asterisks near win, just like the Dallas Stars often forget to do in 90, when they list their Stanley Cup win in 1999. Um, but I digress. Uh, so I, you know, I ended up blocking this guy because he was just like, <coughs> well, at least I got my package. Don't be a fucking dick. What what does he win? Yeah, right. Good for you. You got your fucking package and it was in good shape cuz mine show, you know, mine was late and this other guy's was like stolen off his porch, rifled through and then put back. Jeez. Yeah. So like, you know, we all have valid gripes. Me and these two other guys I'm having this conversation with and this guy's Jamo, you know, FedEx is fine. They delivered my package just fine and blah 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 blah. Like, yeah, go suck a dick, Tom Brady. <laughs> Aw. Anyway. <laughs> Poor Tom. But, uh... Yeah. Yeah, but anyway. um, Yeah, so I... But I got my record player the next day, and then I go to set it up, and I only... You know, I'm looking at the f instructions on the front, which are they're not detailed at all, not helpful at all. Mm -hmm. So I'm, like, trying to set it up, and I'm setting it up wrong. <laughs> and... I go to play a record and there's like barely any sound coming through. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. So finally I go on YouTube and I watch a guy set up his record player and, and you know, 
Actually, I think it was a, it was actually like a guy from Audio Technica, the company that makes the record player telling you, oh, this is how you do it. And this is, this is what you got to do. And you know, these, this is your initial setup. So I'm watching this and I'm like, okay, now I'm going to follow this and I'm going to do it exactly the way he's doing it. Cause I need this set up properly. Cause that's the whole reason I bought a $250 turntable right. was to be able to set it up properly and have it play properly and not damage records and not skip on, you know, barely warped records, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I finally got it all set up and at the, at the end of the video, you know, at the end of the video. And if you're listening through, you know, a, a stereo or something else, you got to flip this switch from phono to line. I didn't even see this switch because <laughs> it's dark in here. There's no, there's not a lot of light. I mean, there's, you know, when that light's not on, when, when this light, is, yeah. Light. Well, I mean, but I'm not using this as a room light, you know, like this is just for when we're on podcasting and whatever. In fact, I never even changed the lights to a different color today. We just, Got the background going today. Yeah. Anyway, but um, so I'm like, this isn't in, it's not even in a fucking manual. And then I opened up the manual and it was literally the first thing on the inside of the manual. <laughs> but again, the manual wasn't very helpful at all because there's no like instructions. It's just bad pictures. Yeah. So I was like, okay, all right. I'm glad there's YouTube to tell me how to actually do this thing. Who the fuck wants to listen to an MP3 when you can listen to vinyl? <laughs> I cataloged all my vinyl this week. I put it all on Discogs. And um, because, you know, Discogs is... Uh, well, I saw my buddy Chris actually put all his on Discogs. He's like, oh, it took me a while, but I finally got it all on Discogs. And he was telling me, like, he did it for, like, insurance purposes. Okay. For, like, special editions. He could be like, no, this is the this is the version of this record I have. You can't give me the one from fucking Walmart. You got to give me the one from, like, fucking you know, Germany that's plated in solid gold with diamond, <laughs> with diamond encrusted labels, you know, <laughs> yeah. or whatever, you know? So I, I put all my uh, records into Discogs. It took me about two days. Um, and I don't even have that many. I have 80. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's quite, it's quite a pile you got. I, I finally found out where my uh, copy of Metallica ride the lightning came from. It's a, it's a German, bootleg of the French pressing of <laughs> lost me lost me so the French pressing the original French pressing of Metallica's Ride the Lightning had a misprint the cover was green it's supposed to be blue oh so the cover was green and um so like the ink calibration was off or something so like where like instead of shades of blue it was shades of green so it's like okay well let me uh you know, okay, well, I want that. And I bought it off eBay, not knowing it was a bootleg copy, but I should have known it was, I, I probably assumed it was a bootleg copy because I know I didn't spend as much as what actual copies are going for of that. Um, but I never, like, knew anything about it. In fact, when Brian was co-hosting, Brian actually sat here one day and went through all the vinyl I had at that time mm -hmm. and was, like, looking at all the records. He's like, oh, yeah, this is an original pressing and this is that. He was convinced that that was an actual copy of the record. Oh. I wasn't because the record was pressed in black and mine's clear. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's a bootleg. And I finally found out that it was actually a German bootleg that they uh, they did for, you know, they, they just threw the French cover on and the French labels and everything. So everything's accurate except for, like, 
the vinyl color and the etchings in the runout groove. Okay. Which I looked at all the etchings in all the runout grooves as I'm putting these in, and like I found the Weird Al Yankovic first record, and it says "Eat Your Broccoli" in the runout <laughs> groove of the first. I'm like, like I pulled it out to type in whatever was in the runout groove, and I'm like, "Eat your broccoli." <laughs> I so. really like broccoli. Did you know we have broccoli? I know we have. No, bro- we have fresh broccoli, but we also have frozen broccoli in a uh, steamables bag. I did not know that. But um, I'm more excited knowing that we have fresh broccoli. I forgot about that. I was not aware of that. Uh, well, yeah, so, have some broccoli soon. But uh, yeah, okay. Okay. Well, anyway, so the uh, <laughs> but so I threw all my record uh, collection into Discogs, and now I can just hit random and let Discogs decide what I want to listen to. If I don't know what I want to listen to, yeah. which happens all the time. Yeah. So I said, uh, you know, so I, I sat down today and I did it. It gave me the interrupters. It gave me Rancid. And it gave me like, you know, Metallica and Guns N' Roses. But I skipped those because you were in earshot. That was nice of you. But I went with the uh, Iron Maiden Power Slave. That was a good that choice. That it picked for me. And uh, your sister got that for me. Well, gave it to me anyway. She didn't like get it for me, but she gave it to me. Um, and then actually was it from her collection. I don't know whose collection it was from. I don't remember. I'm sure she told me. But well, you better figure it out. <laughs> Hit random now and tell uh, tell us what it picks. Let's go to Discord. Hi, Rosie. Rosie, I miss you so much. Rosie, I'm voicing a boxing channel, and every time I every time I get one of their orders, I'm like, hey. Rosie would appreciate this channel, but I went to their channel and there was no videos. But they have like 4,000 subscribers. That's weird. So, <laughs> all right. Let's see. If I hit random right now, it's going to tell me to listen to Weird Al Yankovic Polka Party. <laughs> Which, what it says in the runout grooves, uh, Polka to you puke on the first side. And the second side <laughs> says, where's my liquid paper? Which is a line from uh, the song Dog Eat Dog on, the, uh, on that album. Oh, my. Yeah. I was very uh, excited, and, and, like, to see that first album to have, uh, you know, Eat Your Broccoli on the one side, and an accordion is a uh, an accordion is a terrible thing to waste mm. was on the other side, and I'm like, ooh, I wonder what it says on In3D, and then my copy of In3D didn't have anything. Oh. And um, I was disappointed in that because there are actually variants out there that have etchings in the run-out groove. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rosie vetoed Weird Al. Uh, I see that. She says hit random again. All right, we'll hit random again. Television's greatest hits, 65 themes from the 50s and 60s. That sounds good. That is a good one. I picked that up at, uh, there's a guy, uh, there's a guy, Jeff Allen, who yeah. uh, runs the Western New York Vinyl Collective Facebook group. Yeah. And I, I actually picked this up at, he was having a sale. Oh. So I actually picked this up. I went to his house and picked it up uh, along with a bunch of other things. But this has got like the theme from the Flintstones on it and the Woody Woodpecker show and uh, <laughs> Felix the Cat, Casper the Friendly Ghost, Popeye, Yogi Bear, Top Cat's on here. Remember last week I was talking about Top Cat? Yeah. Yeah. I see. Nice. Rosie approved. I know, I know. <laughs> but yeah, the Munsters theme, the Adams Family oh. theme is on here. Oh, yeah. Batman. My um my ringtone for my phone is a ska version of the Monsters theme. <laughs> I might have to listen. I I might actually listen to this later. 
This yeah. is, uh, this looks. Uh, I have listened when? to it before. You have stuff to yeah, do I know, all I night. Got, I'm busy as fuck tonight. So, I was busy as hell last night too, and I played Mortal Kombat till midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I should probably get to work. I got three hours left to deliver these next two jobs. <laughs> and then I uh, did those jobs, and I did I did everything that was due last night, mm-hmm. and I and I recorded for uh, the new Yellow Sauce record. Oh. Uh, which needed to get done before they went into the studio this morning. <laughs> so nice. it's like, it's like, yep, I'm going to do this right now before nice. I go to bed. I wish there was a cat in here. Yeah, but there's, there's, there's not. Ashton in the background. He's Ashton's there. <laughs> he's hanging kind of jacked over there. Yeah, he kind of was falling down. Because I've been bumping into him trying to get... Because I've been doing, like, everything in here. I, yeah. I just... Uh, you know, I got a new guitar strap and had to put my strap locks on. Mm-hmm. I had an issue. Rosie uh, always said she has issues with, like, guitar straps. Yeah. And I had an issue uh, with one of my guitar straps. Uh, when when we played uh, Tudor Lounge, the, the last time we played Tudor Lounge, when we opened for the Barksdales, yeah. um, I, got a, I, I got a new guitar, and I put... Uh, I put a strap on it. I put the strap blocks on it that I have. Yeah. And then the whole strap peg came right out, <laughs> which I believe has happened to, which I believe has happened to Rosie before. It seems like something that would happen. Luckily, it it held up for the show and the next show, because I'm like, how the fuck do I fix this? Like the screw hole was stripped, so I found a thing that was like, stick toothpicks in it, cover it with wood glue. And then sand it down and then screw it in. And that I actually did and it actually worked and it's in there solidly. But yeah, I got a new, uh, I put on my new guitar strap today. That's yeah. what I, that's what I did today. That awesome. was my, my productivity for the day, I guess. So I actually did the uh, thumbnail with the, um, <laughs> Rose, see Rosie had to take a knee at a show once at Tudor. Um, I actually, uh, <laughs> Made the thumbnail yesterday with the Chicago Blackhawks things. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Soundtrack. 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 I think she wants to hear Kaiser Solze. I think I think everybody wants to hear Kaiser Solze. I, I rem- do. I remember being excited to go see Kaiser Solze at Warp Tour when we broadcast from there. Yeah, that was really fun. That was fun, and, and Kaiser was, like, the coolest dude you could possibly meet. And then I saw him again at... Uh, just one more's uh, loft or whatever you call it there. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. And he was just cool, you know. She's, she's trying to avoid certain words. You see that, right? She's trying, <laughs> that's what she's trying to do. All right. We got some Kaiser Solze for you. This song is called Ordinary Average Day on All WNY. Think So Joe Show.
shorts and sunnies Quit while Tommy Glow can handle his earthquakes Hanging out with Trevor and Dick Watching all this is on the way We're going to a show in the subway Well I know it's not an ordinary everyday Cause days like these they just come wrong Kaiser Solze on all WNY I think so Joe show. Oh, that's much better. And uh, yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> Kaiser is going to be playing a virtual concert um, on the 29th, which I think is Friday. Friday, yes. Um, and we will have some more details about that show and some other shows later. We will. We're going to be talking to, uh, we're going to be calling Brandon Youngquist in this segment here. Yeah. That's my buddy. He's uh, come out to support my band a couple of times. And I know, uh, you know, for some of you band guys out there listening, he's probably come out to support you too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, uh, I see him at shows all the time. He's and show, there. You know what's great is, like, if I go to a show by myself, like, if for whatever reason you can't go or just... It happens I, a lot. You know, um, I can usually go to a show and be like, okay, let me find Brandon. And I'll have somebody to hang out with. His, <laughs> you know, and, and he's saved my ass a bunch of times, so... Yeah. Hey, look, it's Laura impersonating Brian again. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> what is up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yes, I switched mic cables within that whole two-minute song. Like, this is a brand new mic cable. I had to open it and cut off all the, yeah. all the like, yeah. uh, zip ties and everything. <laughs> like, It's for real. So I'm sitting here, like, trying to speed through it and not stab myself in yeah. the eye. Yeah, yeah. I was afraid for both of us for a second there. <laughs> I was like, I better, like... You know, move off to the side and not stab myself in the eye opening it, but it sounds way better. It does. So Good job. Yeah, I mean, we do have more mic cables coming tomorrow. Of course, tomorrow. I was hoping to get the mic stands and the, and the, and like, I don't even know what we're doing with the mic stands. Like, I think we're going to just put them next to us for the show and then mm -hmm. take them down after the show. Just so I don't have these taking up space on the desk because yeah. this is a smaller desk. So real estate is essential. It is. And uh, I, I got to kill five minutes here because I told Brandon we'd we'd call him at. Uh... Okay, do you want to do this? <laughs> uh, we can run through this real quick. We got them. Let's see. We've got Band Together Buffalo. They've got two shows this week. Uh, on I believe on their Facebook page. Facebook uh, and YouTube. Facebook and YouTube. Okay. Uh, Thursday, May twenty eighth, there is a Solar Plexus at nine p.m. and Cipher at ten p.m. And on Friday, there is Blaze and Friends, and uh, that's at 9 p.m. And at 10 is Vitamin D. That's at Band Together Buffalo, facebook.com slash Band Together Buffalo. Uh, on Friday, there is Under One Roof, a virtual community concert to end homelessness. Uh, and that's hosted by Person-Centered Housing Options Incorporated. 
uh, from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's a virtual concert with performances by Rochester's own Luke Cornwell, uh, Dave Fish, Brendan McCarthy, Elise Patricia from Yellow Kite, uh, Archimedes, Kaiser Solze and Band, Boy Jr., Overhand Sam, Sienna Faciolo, Seth Fag Fair Golzia Fair Golzia. That's Fair Golzia. And the and the sideways uh, set times to be announced, and the more performers they get, the longer they'll go. That is Friday. Uh, I don't know where to watch it. Uh, that one is shit. Um, I don't remember. I think it was a Facebook Live. Find the artists; they'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, May 30th. No, I'm missing a... Oh, because we couldn't find... There was a Green Buffalo Productions quarantine quarters that we couldn't couldn't find find any info on, so... I I found it earlier. I went to Green Buffalo Productions' Facebook page, but there was no events listed, so... Or at least not this particular event. There were, like, three other ones. I don't know. uh, Anyway, so Quarantine Comes Alive, a virtual music festival... Uh, and that has a shit ton of artists on it. I am not a reading. A literal shit ton. I am not reading through that whole list there, but Aqueous is on it. Our there boys here from Buffalo. Uh, that's the one that stands out to me. I don't really know any of the rest of them, but it's all Pap- f- people Papadazio, from all. I think I saw Ivan Neville on there. Yeah, it's people from all over. With before. Uh, and um, hosted by Ari Frank of SiriusXM Jam On. Uh, Fish Radio and DMB Radio, and featuring set break interviews throughout the day, Zoom dance parties to be streamed on the side all day. And uh, that's at QuarantineComesAlive.com. Sweet. Tones Live with guests, episode two. Uh, Live video by The Magic Tones, Saturday at 7 p.m. until 8 p.m. And uh, their guest is Gaz Ghetto Hipster. I don't know who that is, but I will find out when I watch it. We've got uh, also on May 30th, Saturday, Springer live stream. That's at 8 p.m. Uh, Labatt USA and the House of Guitars presents Springer live stream. Uh, Springer will be solicit- soliciting donations for Food Link during the broadcast. Every person who donates during the live stream will have their name entered into a drawing for a special autographed Springer guitar and other prizes. Uh, and you can tune in on May 30th on Springer's Facebook page to rock out and raise money for a good cause. Saturday the 30th, it is live stream with Vanessa Collier, a Briggs Farm perennial favorite. Vanessa, Vanessa Collier has built a reputation as being one of the most charismatic live performers in the blues business today. Uh, Facebook.com slash Briggs Farm Blues Festival for that one. That's Saturday uh, at 8 p.m. On Saturday, it is Nude World Order, Episode 9. The Glam Vamps are bringing you the ninth episode of their episodic burlesque series, Nude World Order. I'm kind of rushing through this now because we got called Brandon in a minute here. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, but featured performers include Anna Galactic, Sapphire Sea Queen, Carrie Faye, Juicy Lucy, Fiona Fatale, Sugatush, Peekaboo Point, and Kitten and Lou. The ninth episode of Nude World Order will launch on their Patreon at patreon.com slash theglamvamps on Saturday at 9 p.m. The songwriting peer group for June uh, is going to take place on Monday, June 1st. And uh, instead of the... Actually, it's their May one because it was supposed oh, to... They didn't it do was... it this Monday because of Memorial Day. Yeah. So that's... Uh, you find their Facebook page. There will be a Zoom link if you want to participate in the May songwriting peer group for uh, the Buffalo 
uh, you know what I'm just yeah, Music Industry Alliance. Yeah, Music Industry yeah. Alliance. Marco, the Italian drummer on Rochester Groovecast podcast. Uh, that's happening also on Monday at 9 p.m. And uh, we'll give you more details later. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Canuton is going to have their CD, listen, their album listening party on June 5th. That's next, uh, what is that? That's next Friday. Next Friday. We're actually going to be but talking they will to be Angel on, on the show Wednesday. with us on Wednesday. And we're going to call but up. right now, we're going to talk to Brandon. Let me get his number pulled up here. And we didn't have it pulled up. It's dialing right now. Okay. How about that? Brandon, pick up. There it goes. I remember to not have it muted this week. <laughs> this is always the fun part. Just listen to the... Hello? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, dude. Hey, Karina. Hey. Hey, what's going on? Good to hear from you. Oh, yeah, good. I miss you guys. Yeah, we miss you too, man. You're in you're in New York right now, aren't you? Um, yeah, I, well, I'm up in Long, Long Island. Um, my girlfriend uh, came and uh, picked me up. Uh, we were really thanks. We, uh, uh, I want to check her board mask that she made me. Uh, we oh. had like or everything, so we didn't get out of the car. We just, she came up from Long Island, picked me up, and came back. Yeah. Well, at least you got somebody to you know spend quarantine with while you're while you're furlough, furloughed and uh, you know not able to go to shows. I know just this past weekend we missed. Uh, what was the rancid and Rancid Dropkick and Murphys? Dropkick was this Murphys. <laughs> would have been this past oh. weekend? Oh my God! That so much. Uh, We're you're breaking Break up pretty up. bad, man. <laughs> oh, sorry. Some, no, we caught some static. Oh, is it good now? Yeah, you're good now. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that would have been that would have been a great show, and oh. also there was the Les and Jake uh, Lag Wagon tour. Yep. And then the Bouncing Souls Leftover Crack Tour, too. Yeah, and it came down to, like, not, you know, the average person can't go to all of the shows, so you had to pick. And that was, like, you know, you learned about yourself when you had to pick between those shows. <laughs> <laughs> like me picking Guns... Well, I, I to be fair, I didn't pick Guns N' Roses over Tool and Rage Against the Machine. Just those were announced after I bought tickets. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you've been doing a thing on Facebook. You've been posting about your past concert experiences. You, you've actually saved your ticket stubs over the years and have been posting, oh, yeah. posting them and sharing them. And, like, this is where I was on this day in history. And, you know, so that's that's been uh, cool to see. I never saved my ticket stubs. I, you so. know, I tried, <laughs> but things just – I'm not an organized person. You know, how how do you organize your ticket stubs or do you just kind of throw them all in a drawer? Well, even at a, even when I was younger, I started saving my tickets. My first, we really? like this one, Joe, uh, Guns N' Roses Metallica at uh, Rich Stadium. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm jealous so, you went to that one. <laughs> even back then, I just thought, like, I should keep these for you know, like it might might be really cool to look back at at some point. Um, but I never really kept them organized. I kept everything kind of like in a box. Yeah. So I had a box of set lists and picks. But my girlfriend, she she's been doing that too. 
and she's really organized. She's got <laughs> all sorts of folders, and she even has stickers and so kind of gave me like um, um something. To do. Yeah, folders yep. and do this. <laughs> can can we hardwire into? No, that's not gonna make a difference. That's no. just that's like that's the just phone the phone. Connection. Yeah, that sucks. Even if we did hardwire, nobody would be able to hear them because it's because <laughs> that was yeah. a volume issue the last okay. time when we did it with and we had uh, I don't even remember who was on that time. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I I carried around with me the very first concert ticket, the Metallica concert ticket. I carried that around in my wallet for years until like. It was just a blank tickets.com ticket stub. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I have some faded ones that I try to figure out w- what they were. Yeah. Yeah. Do you um do you have an estimation um between your collection and your girlfriend's collection like how many ticket stubs you have? Oh no. No. <laughs> That's like, going to be a lot. <laughs> how big is your This is a weird thing to say, but Brandon, how big is your box? <laughs> um, yeah, it's, um, yeah, there's going to be a few hundred or so. Yeah, cool. Yeah. But uh, when I got the idea, my friend Jared, um, he started, He he's the one. We got no. Nothing. Nothing. There you are. Okay. We lost oh, you for a yeah. second. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, my friend Jared, uh, he started doing it on Facebook. He's the one that wrote like all the text to that I just kind of copied it because oh. I'm like oh that would be kind of cool and um and I thought you know like this would be a good way for people to remember um shows they've been to like in the area and then maybe get some uh have them you know bring up some good memories and also just reminisce with everybody because yeah. we don't got any shows to go to so let's yeah. just talk about the good times right I think you and I have been to so many shows to, at the same time before we ever met each other that it's ridiculous. And now, like, if I go to a show, I was just saying before we called you, if I go to a show and I'm going by myself, the first thing I think is, Brandon will probably be here. I could go find him and hang out with him. Aw, <laughs> uh, yep, I definitely look for you too. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I know... I, 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 I know of at least one show that we were both at before we ever knew each other. And that's the Aquabats on the 4th of July at the icon. Oh my God. That was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, any Aquabats show is fun, but like their battles they did on stage was, were really cool. They had commercial breaks during that one. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. In the icon, which is a small venue. Yeah. So like to, to be able to pull that off in the icon was incredible. Like it's, it's not as impressive to see it at town ballroom. Right. <laughs> it's still fun. Yeah. <laughs> I got to do the at the at the Tom Ballroom one. I actually dressed up in an Aquabats costume, and I got uh, during Pizza Day. I ran and got a slice of pizza <laughs> and was doing the uh, pizza deliveries uh, skank. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I I, I was, like, I was oh, there. I can the verify. There, I, have, I have to go. I have I have to take the opportunity. <laughs> Uh, I'm jealous of, hey, Joe, I'm jealous of one of your concert experiences we were at uh, when you got on stage for Less Than Jake. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for the the Less Than Jake Price is Right. Like, that was awesome. That's right. That was, uh, so the story there was my ex-wife 
uh, we were there for mostly for real big fish and she didn't know any less than Jake. And she's just, she's just, you know, we're up on like the second level there and she's like on the, you know, leaning on the guardrail and he's like, Hey, you, you over there with your boyfriend, you look bored. Why don't you guys come up on stage? So we got to go up and sit on stage with like, do absolutely nothing, but sit on stage and have a beer with less than Jake while they're playing. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a fun show. <laughs> you got to skank on stage with the mighty, mighty boss tones. On crutches. On crutches. I have pictures. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I just, I just remember being at the show, and I I had never heard of Wolf Tickets before, who were the opening act. And uh, and then, like, the next thing I know, you're off on the side of the stage while the boss tones are playing, and they're like, yeah, come on stage and dance with him. <laughs> like, hey, like, I know that guy. I know that guy. <laughs> I think between you and I, we could probably fill an entire hour or two with uh, concert stories of the, of right. of things we got to do that other people probably haven't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's what that's what keeps me going is like um, just the show, you know, like where I feel like uh, feel myself and and you know get to and uh, see all my friends, and it's where I feel the most comfortable. Oh, absolutely. Awesome. Same here. Yeah. So what would you say is, and this is probably going to be really hard, what would you say is, like, your favorite concert that you've been to? Or, like, maybe the most memorable, if if not your favorite? Oh, I got, I got a lot of them, but I was kind of going sort of in my June tickets because I knew since June's coming up, I ran across one that like means a, really a lot to me. It was uh, it was Tom Petty at Darien Lake. Uh, nice. I went with my mom. Uh, my mom's passed away uh, now, but um, it was an awesome show to uh, experience with her. And what was cool about that show is it was a complete downpour, like thunder and lightning. Oh wow! And and lightning hit the stage. It took the power out. Wow. And they got it back up, and Tom Petty started right where he left off. And then it hit the stage again and knocked the power out. They got it back up, and he started right where he left off, and it did it again. So, <laughs> and, and he didn't stop. Like, this guy's a legend. He could have left and went home whenever he wanted, yeah. but he just kept on wanting to perform for everybody. And I just thought that was, like, an amazing experience and to share that with, like, my mom. Yeah, that's awesome. How many shows have you been to, would you say, that the power went out at? Because I know I've been to a few. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another a cool one with the power that went out was um, uh, Bouncing Souls at the waiting room. Uh, they were playing um, Lean On, uh, uh, Lean on uh, Shino, and uh, the power went off, and everybody kept singing. Um, and then once the power went on, uh, they just jumped in where we left off singing. That's cool. Were you at the uh, Real Big Fish show at Canal Side where the power went out? Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably hanging out with you. I probably You were probably right next to me through the whole thing. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Power goes out and everybody, they start just playing Everything Sucks and everybody starts singing along. By the time the song was over was when the power finally came back on and they finished the song. <laughs> Yeah, 
Um, yeah, I've been to a few shows where the power's gone out and just cool shit happens. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's cool, and, and, uh, for, it's cool for us, the concert goers, to be like, oh, this is memorable. But then, yeah. you know, there's the crew running around backstage like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, and the band gets really nervous at the start, but then when they but then when they see us like take over, like the the look on their faces, they just look like they love it. You know, it's like yeah. oh my god, like they really our fans really care. You know, yeah. So Brandon actually so like, introduced me to the Interrupters. I I had never heard of them before. I was at Warp Tour. I'm texting him. I'm like, dude, where you at? He's like, oh, I'm over by the big stage. The Interrupters are up on stage or are about to come on. I'm like, oh, I'll come I'll come hang out with you. I never I didn't know who they were, and now I own all their albums on vinyl. And like, <laughs> we've we've all the 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 three of us were all at a show in Rochester together, yeah. which which is funny because we got Lucky Thirty Three, a new song from them coming up, and they were uh, one of the opening acts at that yeah. show. Yeah, I like them. They're really good. Yeah. Who else are you into on the local scene? Uh, the Abrupters, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Abrupters, Wolf Tickets, um, on the uh, on the Cinder. Awesome. Box uh, Barksdale's. Awesome. Awesome. We approve. We approve we of all of this. Definitely, <laughs> definitely approve. And I, I just got to open for the Barksdales not too long ago, and on the Cinder, we're in the crowd watching us. Yep. So it's like, hey, nice bands, yep. bands that we love are out seeing us. So, and and you've <laughs> actually uh, come out to see us too, and I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Yep, I'm down anytime. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciated seeing you out there, and even though my guitar volume was like super low that night, I'm like, "What's wrong?" Yeah, I was gonna say like you got. I could tell like you guys were playing really well, but the, yeah, something was off with the sound. It was my fault. And, so. Yeah, oh, I, I was I was blaming the sound guy. No, no, no. Sound, sound guy was doing his job. I. <laughs> I, I think he was rushing me a little, and maybe that's why I didn't turn my volume all the way back up. But once I realized what was happening, I'm like, oh, that's why I sound like shit. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, but, um, yeah, no, those are all fantastic bands. We've, we've probably seen all of them or some of them at least with you. I know we saw the, uh, Abrupters, uh, at least together yeah, one time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm really happy for them because, like, Mike has done so many, like, bands that it's great to see see one of them, like, like become a national band. You know, like, yeah. he's worked so hard throughout these years. So yeah. I'm really happy for them. Yeah, they all just ooze talent. They are a great group. Yeah. We've got their vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was just talking about vinyl in the previous segment because I cataloged all my vinyl the other day, so I could just hit random on Discogs and it'll pick a pick an album for me to listen to. So and and that's in there. Oh, that's so cool. yeah. yeah, on the Cinders too. Actually, we got their vinyls. Yeah, yeah. So, as far as rescheduled concerts, since our whole summer has been turned upside down. What, as far as shit that's rescheduled, are you looking forward to right now? Well, I'm kind of just waiting for, you know, I'm just waiting for um, maybe, you know, like vaccines and treatments to go through because, like, I think it's, um, I think it's good that the bands are, like, canceling and postponing because 
it really isn't safe to have like a, you know, like a big gathering and it's, you know, don't put your fans and the bands and their crew like in danger. Right. Absolutely. So with the alternative that we're having right now with live streams and these online concerts and everything, are you getting down on any of that? I know it's not the same, but it's, you know, it's something. Oh yeah. It's been a lot of fun and there's been a lot of like, um, a lot of people, a lot of different bands stepping up and doing some really good live streams. Like the Mike Herrera one every Friday, that one's been really good. Uh, life in, he calls it life in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jose from make war has done a really good, uh, live stream, live stream. Um, that Dropkick Murphy's one Friday. That one looks really good with Bruce Springsteen in the empty Fen- Yeah, it's in em- empty Fenway Park. Wow. Yeah, that's gonna be really cool. Very cool. Awesome. Oh, oh fr- the Frank Turner ones on fr- Thursdays. He's been going through his whole catalog, and each Thursday he's just been playing a whole album. Sweet. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I know you've been the one sharing all the Goldfinger videos when they've been putting their uh, quarantine videos out, which has been a really cool thing to see. Yeah, there's some like uh, there's some like booking agents that I've never heard of, like putting together like whole day like lineups that have been really cool. They're like um, Bad Cop, Bad Cop's been on a lot. Bomb Pops have been on a lot of them, so they've been pretty good. Sweet. All right, we've got a few minutes left before we got to get into the next song break, so let's uh, speed round, I guess. Do you have any more questions? Or- <laughs> okay. Um, fav- so- shit. Um, what is your favorite of all time local Buffalo venue? I'd say um, uh, Mohawk. Sweet. Okay, what about, because you, you do Western New York, not just Buffalo, what about your favorite Western New York venue? Uh, I would always say Mohawk. Sweet. <laughs> that place like is home. Yeah, I hear ya. I hear ya. Um, okay. Uh are there any venues that you are like, no thanks, hard pass, I'm not gonna go there? Um, I'm I'm kinda like that with Art Park. Okay. Uh, it it gets so crowded and yeah. if in like some shows you have to make sure you buy like the um the the higher up ticket yeah. to get like a good spot and sometimes you don't know you have to do that so it's it just seems like a mess anytime I go there yeah so I I, I, dr- I dread when there's stuff at Art Park yeah <laughs> yeah I hear ya <laughs> it's it, sometimes the Darren Lake too like now I kind of want to get like the seats now because like the the grass is kind of like crazy yeah do you- Okay, I don't mean to insult you, but do you feel like maybe you're just getting old? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, I don't really want these. Uh, yeah, sometimes, uh, like, those Dairy Lake shows, I'm like, uh, I don't want these drunk people, like, <laughs> on me. I'd rather just be up front in the seats or something. <laughs> awesome. But at punk shows, I'll be, I'll be in the circle pit with a beer. I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so what what else do we want to know? 
What is the most recent concert that you went to? The la- the last show I saw before the um, shutdown was uh, Get Up Kids. Ooh. And, uh, at the rec room. I keep that always why I say waiting room. That I know, they like look so venues. similar, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, before that, it was definitely memorable. It was, um, it was, uh, it was, You're breaking up again. We didn't hear that. <laughs> oh, uh, the, the last show before, the show before that was definitely, um, memorable because it was real big fish, big D in the kids' table, Ooh. and uh, keep flying. Cool, nice. cool. All right. all right, one more, one more question. Out of all time, well, actually, I'll I'll ask you this: What is the first local band that you were all about and like couldn't miss a show? Uh, Mexican Session. What was it? Uh, Mexican Session. I st- we still I, didn't get it. one yeah. more time. <laughs> uh, Me- Mexican session. Mexican okay. session. Ska- All right. Yeah, you they that? were a ska band in the '90s, and uh, I was still living out by like Jamestown. Oh. They were one of the first local bands that I would drive from that area to Buffalo to see. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, they, they were always a blast to see. What venues did they play? Uh, showplace. Show. Oh my God, <laughs> showplace. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would go see them. Uh, Dr. Dirty Sanchez, they were flying. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, we got to get into the next song break. But, Brandon, it's been great talking Thank to you, man. You, we Brandon. miss you. We can't wait to see you again, man. Stay safe, uh, man. All right. Yeah, you, you too. Yep, can't wait to see you guys uh, in the pit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take care, man. It was nice talking to you. All Thanks, right. dude. Bye. Later, bud. Later. All right, so now we're going to get into some music from Once Upon a Flatline. I like the name of the song, Hang Him High, but him is H-Y-M-N, like like a hymn. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. Uh, But this is Once Upon a Flatline, Hang Him High on all WNY Think So Joe Show.
That was Once Upon a Flatline on all WNY Think So Joe show, song called Hang Him High. Yeah, and they are the... Somebody in their band, I'm assuming the girl singer, is the DJ Alexis Valentine who does emo nights at Mohawk Place with FTMP. All right. Yeah. I've been to one of those. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of people there. Yeah, there usually are. Um, Jasmine's gone to one of those with me. I went. Well, that's why I went, is because you were selling cookies and Jasmine was there with you, and I don't know what else I was doing that night. I think whatever I was doing was done, and I'm like, all right, I guess I'll go to emo night. <laughs> was not. It was wasn't my usual scene, but no. it was. It wasn't uh, not fun. No, no. Um, if that was you, double negative, so that meant it was fun. If you hate <laughs> emo, I would say you're gonna have a bad time. Just go to People Watch. Um, yeah, if if you're there and you can, if you don't like the music, but you can just People Watch, it is great People Watching. Oh, for sure. Um, because people go all out and dress in their early 2000s best, and it's it's super fun. I showed up in a Guns N' Roses t-shirt. <laughs> Sore thumb. So did Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, well, I don't think it was planned. I think we just both coincidentally were wearing Guns N' Roses shirts. Asking her what every song was. I was asking. I'm, I'm like, wait. I, there was a couple of them where I'm like, wait, I, I know this one. Yeah. <laughs> they were few and far between, yeah. but there was a couple of them. Then they'd, they'd pay, play Green Day, and it was like, this isn't emo. Yeah, right. But, like, you can slide it into that category because, you know... You can. That was bugging me. <laughs> what was wrong? I, I set the light to green. Oh. <laughs> to match all the rest of the LEDs in here. Oh, yeah, that is better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got all green LEDs going right now. I got a, I got a nice LED strip behind the desk now, too. Yeah, Thanks to you. You gave, me, you gave me your LED strips, and I cut them to size. And it was like it just kept peeling off and I'm like I know they uh, got a lot of wear and tear I'm like damn it I wish this would just stick up here but I ended up grabbing like two uh, velcro um, like cable wraps yeah and velcroing it around the shelf to hold the one end up because it was only the one end was uh, the, the end with the plug was with, being weighed down yeah that makes sense so it's like okay well let me 
put that up. So I got this all, uh, it's all decked out in here yeah. now. And, it is uh, pimping. Yeah, no, it's it's it, it's nice. It's uh, you know when when this bright ass light isn't right on my face, <laughs> it's really nice. Uh, but yeah, I you know I'm really glad that I bought those uh, mic cables. Yeah. Because like I just I bought them and threw them in a bag, and I'm like I might need them eventually. Yeah. And, and then there you did. And I needed it today, so sounds way better than the first segment. So. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, He's going to get some boot-cut jeans and a white belt for emo night, Kevin is. Cool. <laughs> um, where did we leave off? I think we left off with, well, we kind of, we got everything, but we kind of skipped no, through didn't. the last couple. Yes, oh, we did. Oh, yes, yes, we did. So let's start with the songwriting peer group, if we can. I actually closed that one, oh. so. I actually, we got into that one a little bit more, I think, but we'll go back to that. That's fine. Um, but... Usually the songwriting peer group is last Monday of the month, but since it was Memorial Day, they moved it to Monday, June 1st. So bring a new song, a new idea, or just your listening ears and give and receive feedback with your fellow songwriters. Every person to participate in this group has reported a positive and enlightening experience, so join them. The Zoom link will be posted in the event page on the day of the meeting. Good, good stuff. Marco, the Italian drummer. That was one of the ones we really rushed through. Would you rather give up on music and art entirely, start building up at the at the build up a staring at the wall habit and eat until you're sick or spend these extra hours developing new habits, hobbies, and ways to keep creativity at the forefront of your life. Continue to support local creatives. The latest episode of the Rochester Groovecast podcast highlights Marco, the Italian drummer, Sir Again with Sirigliano. Yeah, I think you're very right. Sirigliano. I should know about Italian last names. I come from Zaccarellas and Gizzarellis. Yes. You have no excuses. Yeah, Marco is a drummer from Rochester, New York. McNally Smith College of Music, forte in all styles. Uh, he's a tour slash session drummer, and he plays with everyone. And uh, you can join in on the Zoom meeting, uh, or you can watch on Facebook. The meeting will officially open at 8 p.m., and the broadcast starts around 8.30. That is on Monday. Awesome. And you could get all the information from the event page. Just look up Marco the Italian Drummer on the Rochester Groovecast podcast. And then we have First Drive by Canuton. Canuton? Canuton. Damn it. I'll get it by next week. Yes. First Canuton. Drive by Canuton. Uh, June 6th is the day for the digital release of, the first, of, of their new album, First Drive. Uh, and since they can't play out yet, they're celebrating by hosting a listening party, followed up with a Facebook Live Q&A. And they'll see, uh, see you all soon. They'll see you next week on this very podcast. Yeah. We're going to have them as our guests. Yeah. Looking We're going to have Angel, if not others. Is, are we calling or are we going We're to... We're calling. Okay. Because we, yes. can, we can theoretically do Zoom or okay. Skype or something along those lines and have and just get their face in the in the screenshot here on mm. the on the Facebook live and the YouTube if you know somebody wanted to I'll I'll talk to um, I'll talk to Angel but um as of right now it's going to be a but, phone call But with video and audio you know that's an extra it's, chance for something to go wrong You read my mind thank um, you But of course with phone calls you got to worry about call quality yeah. And, and you know, the cell phone reception of not only us, but the, the person on the other line, which yeah. is, uh, you know, it was one of the two of us was having issues with reception. I think ours, mine is set on, like, uh, Wi-Fi, though. So, like, it's probably not. <laughs> I don't know. It was probably his, but that's uh, besides the point. Works. 
I got a Snapchat from Z- from Jasmine. Oh, really? I yeah. Let's see. For an hour ago. An hour ago, that was. This is the first time I'm li- looking at my phone since we called Brandon. Oh, she sent Wait me that. Your ass. Wait. Oh, that's we're still we're still on Bluetooth. There, Jasmine's oh, on the podcast. She made it. Hey, Jasmine. <laughs> Jasmine made it uh, made it on the podcast. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Great. If it's a little bit brighter this week on the video, it's because my curtains fell down. <laughs> I'm, I'm, and I'm not gonna put them back up until after the summer's over, because unless we get new curtains. Well, no, I'm not gonna put them up until after the summer's over, because then I got to get them out of the way of the air conditioner. Oh. And that's how they ended up falling in the first place, is because usually what I'll do is hang them over the curtain rod. Okay. So. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I, I I didn't I didn't mean to play your audio over the air, Jasmine. It just happened to be on my Bluetooth, which is still on from the phone call. <laughs> so <laughs> you've co-hosted this show before, you know. Jasmine, what's up. you know what you sound like. <laughs> All right, I I have now turned down the volume on the Bluetooth, so it won't come through. <laughs> so and... you guys may or may not have been keeping track of how long I was in the fucking house. I did not leave the house from, okay, the last time I left the house was for the Head P.E. concert that the Living Brain Dead opened for. March 14th. March 14th. That night, I stayed at my mother's house. Hi, Mom. I love you. Um, then the next morning, my mom brought me home. And I did not leave home again until, what day was that? Saturday was when you went Saturday because I had to get blood work taken um, because I keep having seizures and um, my doctor wants to know why so he did some blood work and um, then also my psychiatrist wants to know why my meds aren't working so you know I had to get some med levels taken and um, I already heard back from one of my doctors but I missed the phone call so I don't know what that news is. I'll find out tomorrow. But anyways, we went for a 20-minute walk. We did. And it was a lovely walk. It was a fairly nice day. There mm-hmm. was I got my new shoes dirty. There was mud puddles. And then I came home, and I tried to clean the house. And I'm trying to clean the fucking floor. And I'm wearing dirty shoes, guys. <laughs> I couldn't understand why the floor kept getting muddy. (laughs) So we go to the hospital because that's, uh, you know, the blood work was in that area. and Right next to it. It it was like a a block away. But, you know, we haven't been there in so long. We forgot where it was. So we went in. And the first thing that happens is security guards like, what are you here for? (laughs) And like, oh, we need she needs blood work. He's like, go that way. All right, so we go, and then we have to sign in, and they have to they they give us they have to take our temperature, and then they give us masks. Even though we, we have masks, we're wearing masks, but they give us their own masks. <coughs> Either way, they don't stay on my face because I got the beard here. But, and uh, I ha- I was wearing my glasses, and it was really freaking humid, <laughs> and my glasses kept fogging up. And I I have learned how you deal with this: you wear your contacts, or you wash your glasses in hot soapy water. <laughs> So, but anyway, we finally got to the place where you needed to get the blood work. We were in there for 10 minutes at most. Mm-hmm. 
and we, I was the only person sitting in the waiting room. Yeah, we weren't we weren't in there ten minutes. We were in and out really because there's there's nobody waiting. Nobody wants to be there. Nobody is wanted there. You know, even like preliminary like insurance questions and stuff like that. They did that over the through the window so that like mm-hmm. they had chairs in front of the window so that you couldn't get close to the window. <laughs> really, and like, yeah. um. They just made as little contact with you as possible. And you know what? I felt safe. I feel good. I feel healthy. Knock on wood, if this is wood. It's wood. It's just like cheap Um, wood. I think that the precautions they're taking are all reasonable. And nobody was disrespectful about it. Nobody in the staff or, you know, the visitors... Like, nobody... There was a little bit of confusion with the older gentleman. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there was an older gentleman, and he was just really confused as to, like, where his person that he was looking for was or where he was supposed to go. And, you know, like, the mask was just kind of, like, discombobulating him a little bit more and confusing him. And, you know, like, that really sucked because things are unfamiliar, so... It is confusing, you know? Yeah. But if we're all working together and, you know, being patient, mm-hmm. we can handle this shit, right? And then you spent the night at your mother's this weekend. I did. I got to see my family. I got to see my sister. I haven't seen her since everything started um, because she works in an inpatient rehab facility where she has been exposed to COVID-19. Um, she just tested negative for COVID-19. So I wanted to see my freaking sister. Mm-hmm. And I went and I stayed the night and me and Allison were just goofy together for a little while. And I saw my cat Killer and my sister's new cat Merlin, who is just a kitten, but he's just as big as Killer. And I spent some time with my mom and it was super nice. It was like <laughs> there was like none of the bullshit that like you know when your family's together too much you start like getting on each other's nerves and everything. Like there was nothing like that. It was like really cool to just like see everybody and get along and just relax. I listened to records and <laughs> When was it? Was that Sunday Saturday, you went? Saturday. Saturday night you um, went? I don't remember what night you actually went. Sunday so, night. Sunday night. So Sunday night I, I listened to records, and I worked, and I slept, and I actually slept for... Actually, I stayed up because I had to ask you a question. <laughs> so I stayed up until after until you got up and, me- and messaged me. Just so I could ask if I needed to, to uh, dump the oh. cat litter or, or toss out the bucket. Uh, and, um, so, and then I went to sleep and I got like six hours straight of sleep. Yeah. Which never happens when you're home. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is it cause I come in and give you kisses? <laughs> I go, I, I, I come to, kisses. I come to bed at like four or 5 AM and like, I usually stay awake at least until your alarm goes off. Cause I know it's going to wake me up anyway. Right. And then I'll do my best to fall asleep and then you'll 
one way or another, you'll wake me up, whether it's you're in there giving me kisses or you're waking me up <laughs> specifically to ask me if I want breakfast, which is what you did this morning. <laughs> I'm sleeping. She wakes me up. Do you want breakfast? Like, <laughs> I want to sleep. I was making myself breakfast, so I wanted to see if you wanted breakfast. And then the next thing I know, I'm just laying there for two hours, like not falling asleep, I'm staring sorry. at my phone. <laughs> So, but, um, world's worst girlfriend. I want to make you breakfast. <laughs> I never said you were a bad girlfriend. I just said, I don't get a lot of sleep when you're home. <laughs> I get, I, I, I get a chance to take a nap when you're taking a nap. Sometimes I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna go lay down. He plans his naps around me. Like I'm his toddler. You guys. <laughs> Cause I don't gotta worry. If you're sleeping, I don't gotta worry about you waking me up. <laughs> But I have to work at night because it's quieter. And I'm sleeping. And it's c cooler. And I stop kissing on you. And there's like, uh, you know, less fireworks going off. Less, yes. I don't know if you heard the fireworks. I heard the fireworks last night. 4.30 in the morning? I was not checking the clock. The fireworks went off at 4.30 in the morning and I just loudly said, it's 4.30 in the fucking morning. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, like... Seriously, like, I don't mind when they do it on 4th of July. Right. Even then, I hate it. But, like, I don't mind it as much on 4th of July. But on the 26th of May, at 4.30 in the fucking morning, that's a little ridiculous. I was on the phone the other night. When, when you were gone, that's what I did. I talked to my buddy John. Mm -hmm. He, uh... He had texted me last Wednesday before the show, and I never got around to getting back to him until, like, Sunday. I'm like, dude, you know what? I completely forgot to get back to you. I've been super busy. What's up? I'm available if you want to talk. So he called me up, and we, and that was the first time I left the room because I, I was in here all day with the AC going and the record player blaring and just doing whatever I felt like doing because it's just like, hey, I, got to, I don't got to do it. I can sit here and just listen to records all day and... You know, not feel bad about it. <laughs> and uh, so I, you know, but when he called, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go sit on the porch. And I'm sitting on the porch and I'm just like, dude, uh, they're fireworks, not gunshots. <laughs> and they are fucking loud. Yeah. Like they're going off to like, you know, m behind me to the left. Okay. They sound like they're coming from next door, but they're not. I don't know where they're coming from. And then there's other ones going off down the street to my right. So I'm just surrounded by fireworks going off. The ones down the street aren't as loud as the ones, you know, closer to us. But I'm just sitting and I can see like the flashes from the fire. I'm just oh like, this is ridiculous. But like everybody that's outside is just like so used to it in this neighborhood that we're just, everybody's ignoring it, including me. I'm just on the phone having a conversation. Yeah. Like, the only reason I'm worried about fireworks is because now I have to explain that these are fireworks, not gunshots, you know? <laughs> Which seems to be in every every year around this time thing. And, um, yep. you know, if it was Niagara Falls, it'd be gunshots. Yeah, we're lucky. <laughs> so I'm grateful that it's fireworks, but I'm also pissed off that they're shooting them off at 4.30 in the morning. Like, I'm trying yeah, to fucking... That's extreme. Most people are trying to sleep, whereas I'm trying to work... So who aren't you pissing off shooting off fireworks at 4.30 in the morning? And I, I, I'm so tempted to be the asshole that calls the cops. Yeah. But I don't know where they're coming from, so I can't 
be like, hey, somebody's shooting off fireworks somewhere near my address. Yep. I don't know where, but you need to stop them. Sounds like a couple places. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, specifically somewhere behind us is where these other ones are going or where these late night ones are going off. Yeah. Just ridiculous. Just so, you know, celebrate the birth of your nation by blowing up a small part of it. Yes. You know. I do. There's a uh, there's a Simpsons quote waiting for me in my Facebook inbox, I'm sure. I uh, I only caught the beginning of it. I just haven't read it because we've been on the air since I got it. So oh. <laughs> I didn't want to didn't want to check it while we're on the air and i like during the song breaks i've been busy like during the kaiser solze song i'm switching out my cables and during the uh once upon a flatline song i ran out to throw the recycling out from the from the mic cable so thank you for taking care of the recycling and i don't want anybody to get the wrong idea here like it's not that i'm not listening to the songs that we play because i'm actually listening to them before the show Yes. Because I have to program them into the board. Actually, I'll tell you what, I have not listened to this Lucky 33 song yet. Oh. Uh, Because they actually emailed it to us, and I just, when I get an MP3 or a wave or whatever, I can just literally, you know, transfer it right into the board, and I don't have to, you know, listen to it or, you know, I make it sound like a chore, but... um, you know, it's just really simple. So I actually haven't heard this song. So I'm actually going actually, to be in the room. Nobody has heard this song. Really, this, this is, a, is this is a world premiere. This is a let me let me verify, let me verify. So we world premiered a song last week from XM Priory, and they did the uh, the lyric video right after that, which was fantastic. If you haven't seen it. Brand new, unreleased, Lucky 33. Brand new, unreleased, Lucky 33 you guys get to hear for the first time today. Well, I get to hear it for the first time because I have a nut. I, they sent the MP3. I just, I'm like, okay, cool. That's quick and easy. I can just program that right in. I don't have to sit yeah. here for two, three, four minutes listening to a, to a song, you know. And no, yeah. offense, no offense to anybody else I'm playing on the show today. I just, you know, I got a record player last week and I'm <laughs> trying to enjoy it. He's got all this Metallica to listen to. Yeah, well, I've listened to all but two of my Metallica records. <laughs> that includes the one I got yesterday. I'm excited about the one I got yesterday. Actually, it's uh, Kill 'Em All. But it's the 1988 pressing from Electra Records that has two bonus tracks on it. So I'm ex- I was excited when I saw that I could get that for the price I got it at. So I'm buying it. Bought and it was not supposed to come till tomorrow, but it got here yesterday. And I'm like, yup, putting this on right now. And how did it come? Uh, USPS. Of course. Yeah. We know it wasn't FedEx. No, it wasn't FedEx. It was USPS. The seller packed it up really well and, uh, you know, it came, it came in one piece <laughs> and it played really well. So I was very, uh, very happy to get that. Uh, and in fact, I've ordered a couple of more records, um, just because I'm sitting here like, man, I really want to listen to the Beatles. Mm. I have a Beatles record. I don't know how well it plays. I've never played it. I didn't even know that I had this particular Beatles album because the sleeve for it says the Beatles 66, but Mm. the record is Meet the Beatles. Oh. Which made it really hard to catalog on Discogs because I didn't have any of the identifying markers from the sleeve. I had to go by what was on the label and what was in the the runout group. Yeah. Um, but I'm sitting here after I catalog that. I'm like, man, yeah. And I, I've had um, "Money Can't Buy Me Love," 
Mm-hmm. I've had that stuck in my head for days. Yeah. And like, I tried to get Alexa to play it on Spotify and it's like, okay, Can't Buy Me Love by Michael Blue Blay. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, Alexa, play, you know, Can't Buy Me Love by the Beatles. And then it played like a Beatles tribute band. <laughs> So I'm like, what What the fuck? Like, I just, I really want to hear the Beatles. So, <laughs> you know, I, uh, you know, I, I, so I bought, um, I bought the record Help. And I bought the, I bought uh, the Hard Day's Night soundtrack, which is the one that has Can't Buy Me Love. Um, I want to watch both those movies with you. We should watch those at some My point. My sister has them, I believe. Uh, I would say we should get the projector out and throw them out on the projector, but it's fucking hot out there, so. I know. Maybe we'll set it. I got that projector mount. We can maybe mount it in the bedroom. I don't, I don't fucking know. I'm making up shit now. Anyway. <laughs> I don't see it going up in the bedroom. I don't see it going up. The ceiling any- is falling apart. I don't see it going up anywhere in this house. No. That's for when we eventually buy a house and move. But You say this, we buy a house thing, like. When I eventually buy a house and we you. move. Anyway. <laughs> so. Uh, but, I'm just the the eighth pet. But anyway, so I, uh, but I bought I bought help and I bought can't buy me love and the guy um, and help was listed as help twelve inch, so like okay you know vinyl but the guy in the listing is talking about jewel cases I'm like what the fuck is this guy talking about yeah and then after I you know bought it and sent him the payment I'm thinking about it I'm like you know I'm really starting to think I just bought a CD <laughs> and. You don't. We don't have a CD player hooked up anywhere in the house right now. Indeed, we do not. So I'm like, I can't even listen. To, like, I don't even have a CD drive on my computer to listen to. At least you have that. I was just gonna say, do I? Yeah, you have. <laughs> you have a. I think it's a Blu-ray on there. Oh. Um, but I don't have. I don't have a CD drive on here or Blu-ray or anything. So I'm just like, okay, what do I do? Actually, no DVD drive. I think you have. But anyway. So the guy messages me this morning and he says, hey man, listen, uh, I don't know why this is listed as a 12 inch, but it's a CD. Do you just want the refund? And I said, yeah, you know what? I'd, I'd really appreciate that, man. That, that Like I, I was kind of confused by that. So yeah, I really appreciate you doing that. And he goes, okay, yeah, cool. So he just sends, sends me the refund. No questions asked, just took care of me. That's good. Um, and then I immediately went on eBay and found a copy. Cause like I'm going through Discogs and by the time I get to like, you know, I get to like 20 bucks. It's like the newer pressing. Yeah. And I'm like, if I'm going to do that, I might as well just buy it from Amazon. Except Amazon's out of it. And everywhere <laughs> else you could buy that pressing, you got to pay shipping on it. So I might as well buy it from Discogs. So I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to find an older copy on eBay. So that's exactly what I did. So I now have uh, the Beatles help. And that one's already in the mail on the way. Cool. And a hard day's night. And I no, actually the hard day's night one is the one that's in the mail and on the way. And the other one is marked as shipped too. Cool. It just, I don't know if uh, USPS has actually picked that up, but they're all, they're both coming USPS. So I don't got to worry about them. They should nice. be fine. Nice. Um, and then I can listen to some Beatles up in here. Up in here. Not that, not that I can't do that anyway. Cause I do have a Beatles record, just not what I want to listen to. Joe, right now. So, it's time for music. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're starting to sound like Laura. <laughs> anyway, this unreleased. This is brand new unreleased Lucky 33. This song is called Hang On, I'm Busy on All WNY. Think so Joe show.
33 on all WNY Think So Joe show. Song called Hang On, I'm Busy. I like it. They're from a little bit outside of where we like to play uh, music from, but they're friends of the show. Yes, indeed. We love them. We've had them on all WNY events. Uh, you know, and uh, they're a great band. Yeah, they are. And that was a great song. Yeah. I'm reading this article during the song break here, and it's... Uh, this guy, he was in a band called Hawk, or he is in a band called Hawk Nelson. His name's Jonathan Steingard. Uh, and Hawk Nelson is a Christian rock band. Okay. And he's gone public with some personal news. And on Instagram, he posted that he no longer believes in God. Oh. And that this was a, this was a feeling that's been a long time coming. It wasn't just an overnight decision. It's a lot of little things added up to make him decide that he does not uh, any longer believe in God. So welcome to the club, bud. <laughs> we may worship Satan, but <laughs> we know. <laughs> we, I, I think I think it's not a, a uh, an issue of worshiping Satan for a lot of a lot of us who are you know hail Satan. It's that you know the the Church of Satan and the Satanic Temple they. They understand the world better than Christianity and, you know, most of these other religions that actually believe in, you know, spiritual beings and things like that. In a fact of, um, like, you know, it's all about being nice to your fellow fucking man and doing the right thing for your fellow man. And that's, you know, what I believe in. So, you know, hey, cool, man. As long as you're still being a good person. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you have to be a fucking Christian. That's you can so be a good true. person. You can be a good person and not be a Christian. I know a lot of Christians who are terrible fucking people, and I mean no offense to anybody who may be listening right now, <laughs> because I know at least some folks who were listening a little earlier on and and may or may not be now. You know, they follow Christianity, and that's cool, man. As long as you're a good person. As if long you, as you're a good person. If you don't actually use... follow it and don't use it as an excuse to. Be a shitty person. Exactly what I was gonna say. If you, if, as long as you're not using it as an excuse to be a dick, 
cool. Like, I, I don't have any problem with anybody's religions and I don't, you know, I, I don't question anybody's decisions, why they believe in anything. And I'm not going to try and convert anybody to atheism, Satanism, anything like that. Just, you know, if you're a good person, I don't give a fuck what you believe. Yep. If you're a good person. And I, I think doing drugs and partying doesn't make you a bad person. Just like going to church every Sunday doesn't make you a good person. Exactly. So, but, but I mean, that's like my motto, Jasmine. Yeah, exactly. Just, um, you know, be a good person. Don't be an asshole. And I ain't going to judge you. It's so, is that golden rule? Just treat people the way you want people to treat you. Yeah. Just like consider other people. Right. I'm not going to tell anybody they're wrong for believing in Christianity, Judaism, Buddhism. Hinduism, uh, you know, if they're, you know, um, you know, any, any of those religions, any religion at all, I'm not going to criticize you for, and I'm not going to hold it against you. Just don't try and convert me and don't be an asshole. Mm -hmm. That's all I ask of anybody. Just let me do my thing and don't be an asshole. That's the simplest thing anybody can ask of anybody. And it's all I ask of anybody ever. Just don't be an asshole. <laughs> and let me do my let me be me you be you just don't be an asshole you know yeah and I, I think you know I think all the different religions and everything can all get a, get along and whatever so yeah. it's just a matter of you know don't be a dick about it somewhere in every religion it might not be word for word but somewhere they say don't be an asshole mm-hmm that that's just like a universal given. Basically, yeah. yeah. So just just don't be an asshole, and we're fine. And so, like, kudos to this guy for going out on a limb. You know, like, th this is not a decision to, to make lightly. It's not a decision, you know, it, it's not something that's got to be, it can't be something easy to go public with. Especially if, in a Christian band. If you're specifically known as being a Christian and being in a Christian rock band... Like, you know, that can't be an easy thing to go public with. So kudos to this guy. Good That's for him. True. Good for him. And, you know, I I hope that he is, you know. I, also, I hope people aren't being an asshole to him on social media about I it. I know. Because, you know, it was just about a week ago that, you know, we lost a Japanese wrestler at the age of 22 to suicide because people were giving her shit online. Cyberbullying. Like, that shit's not cool. No. Don't do that. Anyway. That's being an asshole. Th this show's gotten way too serious right now, I think. For my, <laughs> but I, I saw that, and I just, it was like, you know what? That's that's cool. Good for him. Happy for him. I hope that's a weight off of his chest now that he's gotten that out. Yeah. And now that he's been able to, you know, publicly say, hey, listen, you know what? Like, I get all of this. But this is what I believe. And and so good for him. Yeah. You know, I mean, that would be like, uh, I don't know, Marilyn Manson being like, yeah, Jesus Christ is awesome. You know? Yeah. Like, that would take a lot of guts on his behalf because he's made this whole, his whole persona about uh, fuck Jesus. Right. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah. 
That's uh, what I saw during the, and then like one of the related articles was like, which were the best American gladiators or some shit like that. So <laughs> I loved the American gladiators. Oh, American gladiators was my shit. I think it's on uh, like Hulu or something. Really? Um, I think there was like a limited number of the old, like Mike Adam Lee hosted episodes. Uh-huh. And then I think they have the entire series of the Hulk Hogan hosted episodes. I'm down with both. Yeah, I, I didn't rewatch the Hulk Hogan ones, but I definitely watched the Mike Adamley ones. Um, yeah, that's I, tonight I start watching American Gladiators. <laughs> so I start sleeping during American Gladiators tonight. <laughs> American Gladiators was the shit. I wanted to be an American Gladiator. I I set up like obstacle courses in my basement. <laughs> I want to like like you know to make it to you know kind of mimic the Eliminator at the yeah. end of the show. You know, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, American Gladiators was awesome. Yeah. Uh, the, the the Hulk Hogan hosted one was like way too modernized compared yeah. to like you know the cheesy the cheesiness of the nineties. That know. that was the fun of it was the cheese. My my favorite episode of Family Matters was the one where Carl and Steve go on American Gladiators. Oh. Jasmine wants to talk about your look. She says you look hot AF. Jasmine. She's not wrong. Aw. Thank you both, but Jasmine is hotter AF. Why are you looking at me? Because <laughs> you're the host of the show. Okay. But she's like my daughter type, so I can't say that. <laughs> you, can, you can say that she's hot, <laughs> that she looks good, because she does. Well, she does. I just can't say it. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So what did I say we would talk about? I don't know what you said we would talk about. I just saw pictures and... Probably the fucking cats. Probably. I tried to get Snowball to come back here. He 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 stuck his head in the hall door. He saw Reese, but Reese went in the bedroom, so Snowball's like... Maybe I'll come back there. Maybe. Maybe. But I'm like, Snowball, I gotta go back there. You gotta make a decision. And he just kind of stood there. So I'm like, all right, dude, you got to stay out here. She says, Karina is a babe. Aww. <laughs> I think, well, other than the cats, we've, well, we've talked about everything. All right. Well. I, let's see, about the cats. Okay, so I stopped the cookie business. So my kitchen doesn't have to be, like, super sanitary all the time. I mean, it does, and it is. But there's a countertop. Well, it's actually a desk. And I moved it in front of the windows. And I opened the windows. And I was like, there's no way I can deprive the cats of the windows. Mm-hmm. So I even picked the cats up and put them on the desk and in the windows. And they're like, what, Mom? We're allowed up here? <laughs> like, they just couldn't get it in their heads. And then, like, I keep walking in the kitchen and they'll be up on the desk in the window. And I'll be like, hey, boys, how you doing? And they're, like, running away, scurrying, <laughs> like, we're not supposed to be up here. I'm like, no, it's okay, guys. It's okay. Now, the window's been closed the last few days because the yeah. AC's been on. Not that it's doing anything out there. It's it been... is doing a lot out there with the fans, too. Yeah, it's been blazing out there. But you just see Tigger laying right in the middle of the dining room. Oh, my God. He's so funny. <laughs> just sprawled out in front of the AC or sprawled out in the kitchen in front of the fan. Yep. But yeah, I, I feel bad for whatever reason. Just tasted like a Tootsie Pop. Interesting. Well, you this had, was the orange. Wait, wait, wait. This was the orange, but the chocolate. I you ice had cream, ice cream before the, the show. Ice cream. 
if anybody watched my live stream yesterday where I was playing Mortal Kombat, I'm sitting there and I'm, <laughs> I'm in the middle of a game and just a, a, a root beer float just magically appears. I don't I, I, I don't know if you actually made it into the shot handing me the root beer float, but just a, I just like, hey, I have a root beer float. All right. He gives me this look. He's like, he nods. Like, he doesn't say thank you because he's doing something. Yeah. But he acknowledged me. And it was really cute because his, his eyes, his yeah. blue eyes. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm live streaming. And all of a sudden, I just got a root beer float. Yeah. Just suddenly, like, hey, I guess I'm eating a root beer float on camera. Okay. <laughs> you liked it. I did. It was good. Good. I'll have another. I'll probably make another one after the show I'll here. It for you. Okay. Yeah, that that makes sense because I got to post a podcast and watch wrestling. wrestling. And I can. I'm not watching hockey because it's a rerun of a rerun. Rerun of a rerun. So I've seen it in the last couple of weeks. Now I can just you know have AEW on one screen and XT on the other one. Oh, I forgot there were two wrestlings on. Yeah. And if I really want to, I could play a record while I'm watching them. That's a good idea. So you remember last week I was talking about, you know, watching the hockey games made watching wrestling easier because you had the crowd noise. Yeah. So now WWE decided, hey, you know, we're, we're going to have a crowd. We're going to get some of oh. our some of our trainees and some of the NXT guys. We're going to have them in the crowd at, on, on Raw. It was terrible. Yeah, it sounds terrible. They, they did it. Well, a, that's what AEW has been doing mm -hmm. since the pandemic started. Every single week they've got their guys out in the crowd. But their guys are in character, so they're cheering to people that they would cheer for. Whereas I'm watching this, you know, Monday Night Raw, and I'm seeing everybody's cheering for the good guys and booing the bad guys. Like, no, that that does not make me feel like a real WWE crowd. <laughs> like, I also I don't want to see like um, Jessamine Duke, who's like th this really nasty, vile human being on NXT cheering for smiling, happy, you know, exciting Apollo Crews. Like, <laughs> she would not cheer for him. Her character would not cheer for his character. That doesn't make sense. So it was kind of annoying. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes on NXT tonight. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. So I've got a shit ton of stuff coming in the mail. Only one so far has been shipped with FedEx. Of course, it's the most fragile one. Uh-huh. I, uh, I had to order new headphones. I broke my headphones. So these headphones have been in my booth. And I'm like, nope, using these for the for the podcast. I'm bringing them back out for the podcast. Because mm -hmm. I have been I was using a pair like that. I actually was wearing that pair during my live stream yesterday. It wasn't bad. I could hear the game just fine. I hear me just fine. Yeah. I could hear the air conditioner in the microphone just fine. Because <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't sitting here for three and a half hours with that thing off playing video the games. Two hours for the show is just, whoo. Oh, yeah, it's getting bad. Yeah. I can't wait for this song. Like, I'm glad we picked a six-minute song for the last song because now I can, like, actually, you know, turn the AC back on sooner. I actually want to see how long this song actually is. So I know it's 622, so we got to stop at 38. 5, 4, 3,38. 53,38. Yeah. That's, that's where that we so? need. 53,38 is where I got to hit the button and get off the sh get off the air so we got a few minutes here okay but um well we can talk about rick horton we could talk about rick horton so i met rick horton can we talk about rick astley no <laughs> so i met rick horton 
on a fateful December night in Buffalo. Um, it was the night of a local promoter Christmas ska show at Club Diablo, which I was working doors for. And it was also the night of Demu Borgir at Town Ballroom. And my friend Sean was at Demu Borgir. And she calls me. She's like, Karina, you have to get here. This show is so good. It's so packed. I'll buy your ticket, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I'm in love with the merch boy. And I'm like, okay. I know a metalhead girl named Sean. You know her. Okay. <laughs> Um, I know a couple of them, actually. <laughs> so I'm yeah, not... <laughs> I'm guaranteeing you know her. Um, right. So she fell in love with the merch boy, and somehow we got Demu Borgir and their crew after Town Ballroom to come back to Club Diablo. And um, Sean made out with the merch guy, and... Somebody was trying to make out with me, and I wasn't feeling it. I was like, okay, I'm leaving. Like, Sean, I'm leaving. Sean, Sean, I, I, Sean I'm leaving now. And she's like, okay, bye. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, that was um, leaving the town ballroom. I ran into two people. I believe one of them was Josh Nolan and the other was Rick Horton. And I think they gave me a flyer. <laughs> I there was beer involved. Um a lot of beer. Oh, did I mention that at this here to Mouborgier concert, I was dressed like a fucking Christmas elf because I planned on being at a ska show at a local club that night and not at Town Ballroom for a fucking European metal show. Um yeah. So um, they gave me flyers and I don't know, like we became MySpace friends or something like that. <laughs> I think, it, I think it was back in the day of MySpace. Maybe not. Maybe I'm not that old. Anyways, we became friends on social media and he hosts the Metallic Onslaught out of Rochester and he has great taste in music. I see him every time I go to a Rochester area show. Um, and he knows what's up with music. So this last band that we're going to play, um, Halothane, um, was recommended by Rick. And I was like, I trust Rick's judgment. Mm -hmm. So I listened to it a little bit. And I was like, no wonder I trust Rick's judgment. Rick's got pretty good judgment. And so this is a pretty good pretty good band. Um, you guys are probably going to like it. And uh, you can thank Rick Horton. Well, since I have 40 seconds, I'm going to talk about <laughs> Rick Astley. And um, so, of course, I have the... Uh, we started this on Christmas, the YouTube stream. And I got you the Rick Astley 45. And I'm like, hey, I want to try out a 45 on here. So I... And, and I went to post it on Instagram. I was going to play the song, post it on Instagram and just put, Oh yeah, this record player plays 45s really well too. And knowing that, you know, that's the only 45 I own. You wouldn't click on it. You wouldn't hear it. And so I was trying to Rickroll everybody else. It was blocked by Sony music. So I didn't get to, <laughs> all right. Uh, this is halo Thane. And this song is called obscure on all WNY. I think so. Joe show. And we will see you 
next, next week. Next week with Angel from Canaton. 